It's a motherfucking spooky playlist part two. Listeners, beware. There's a spook in the air. The spooky playlist part two coming at your face right now. So let's get into it. Hey everyone, and welcome to Off the Beaten Cleft. This week we are doing the Spooky Playlist Part 2. Uh, if you heard our yeah. intro, you already knew that. You could tell the vibes were there. <laughs> no? Yeah. No, they were there, definitely. Uh, so yeah, we, we're doing uh, the Spooky Playlist Part 2. It's our favorite thing to do as we get close to Halloween. And we just want to commemorate it, do some... It gets us listening to weird shit. I mean, we, we just got out of Guar, so we're not that far removed from doing weird shit. But um, I don't know. How are you feeling about this week? Uh, pretty good, man. I always love doing spooky songs. It's kind of, it fits my shit that I listen to anyway. So, um, you know, a spooky playlist is always fun for me. I agree. I agree. It's, uh, it's probably one of the f- more fun playlists we have because it's... Um, I don't know. I picked stuff that is one of them is from a show I've been watching. So it kind of just it gets you in that mood. If you haven't already been in that mood, this is going to get you there. And uh, when's this going to air? The 24th. So yeah, I think so. It's the it's the week of Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. Let's get fucking Happy Halloween. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so with that, you want to get into audience submissions? I do. Okay. Uh, I don't have any emails pulled up. Do you? Yes. I've got Louis Sweet. Kearns. Um, okay. He was the first I'll one to, on. to put the put a song in the playlist, and he was the last one to send the email. Uh, just came <laughs> yeah. in. Um, hot off the press. Uh, from Louis Curran, he says, Spooky time with the ghost emoji. He says, It's spooky season again, which means it's typo negative season for this guy. My pick for this playlist is one of typos doomy covers. The Day Tripper medley from World Coming Down. Peter Steele's bassy vocals bring that gothic sound to three of the Fab Four's tracks, while the slow tempo and the sound effects take it to the next level. The crows in the middle section are a personal favorite of mine. Enjoy. I did not know this was a cover until about halfway through, and I realized it was a song I knew. So it's a really cool song. It's very, it's what, seven minutes long? Yeah, it's it's very doomy for sure, and I love it, man. I think it's a great cover of uh, it's a medley of Beatles songs, as uh, Louis alluded to, uh, and it's really fucking good. I enjoy shit like this quite a bit, and I talked about it what two weeks ago about if you're gonna do a cover, it needs to be it needs to be either so different that it's great or like do it justice. And I think this song hits both of those. Like it's a really good cover, like being faithful to the original, but it's also vastly different. It's a really good, really good, uh, really good pick. It's yeah. It, I think right as we were 
talking about it being October, he said it's typo negative weather and or yeah. typo negative season. And I agree. It's a it was a really fun pick. Yeah. Uh next we have who's next on the list? I've switched uh, to Ben. Email. Ben, okay, I got his email pulled up, so that's good. Uh so Ben wrote his email. Um Angsty Boys can be spooky too, he titles it. Last week's episode was awesome, boys. Good to see you hit the milestone and keep trucking right through some spooktober. My pick for the playlist is Dead Bodies Everywhere by Korn. Uh, perhaps a smidge on the nose, but that's the point, I suppose. Nice little rhyme. Uh, this track is supposed to be creepy and unsettling, and it, and it hits the mark. It's about escaping life working for in morgues, his, re- his quote-unquote real job, before deciding to become a musician, uh, despite pressure from his parents to stay there and deal with his nightmares. Uh, glad you went with music, J.D., Jonathan Davis. Twistedly yours, Benji, Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, great song. Yeah, this song's dope. It's it's from my favorite corn album, Fall the Leader. And I didn't pick it from New Middle March last year, two years ago, last year. Um because it is the the back half of the album is very, very weird. And it gets kind of spacey and drawn out, but it's still my favorite. It's my probably my still my most listened to album of all time. And this is a highlight on that album for sure. Yeah, I love it. I I've like I said last week I've, I've grown to love corn and uh, anytime I hear him I'm, I'm excited to hear him. And yeah, and it's crazy. No, go ahead, sorry. That they just add a, a creep element. They have it, maybe it's just like a ghost that follows them, but they have a creep factor that is undeniable no matter what, and especially a song yeah. like this. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy because when I turned it on today. I, I mean, obviously, I know the song, but it's—I I, just—I remembered all the words. I haven't listened to the song in probably ten years, and uh, I was still singing along to the chorus. Like it's not like I'd just been listening to it every day for the last ten years. It's just—I fucking love corn. I love this album. I love the song. So good pick, Ben. Great, super pick. spooky. I yeah. mean, how how much more spooky can you be about a Jonathan Davis talking about how he wants to escape working in a morgue with dead people? So. I I can't think of one. Um, yeah. Unless we talk about Gore, which we're going to here unless. for a minute. Um, unless. Unless. Uh, Mason Miller says Sick of You by Gore. And yes, he did. It kind of makes both our hearts happy. Maybe yours more than mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Mason sure. was so ready for uh, Scumdog September to be over. And here he is, week four, or week Week three, week four, whatever week it is, here here he is submitting the Gore song. Yeah, Mason's a poser, dude. Like uh-huh. he, he 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 wants to act cool, but he likes he likes he likes some of this shit. I know he does. Um, I didn't see. I just saw your response to him. I didn't see what he picked um, on Instagram. So I was like, oh, what Gore song did he pick? And I thought maybe he picked um, the Cutter, the song I posted on the Discord because that song kicks ass. Um, I know to hear "Sick of You," which again is probably my favorite Guar song. Um, back, back on the pl- back on the show is fucking awesome to me. Um, yeah, man, G- great pick, Mason. I don't. We've already spent a month talking about these dudes, so I'm not going to say too much about it. Yeah, I love it. It it's um, it's it's a it's the most appropriate pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, you want to get into the last audience submission? Yeah, I do. 
Uh, it is Sammy, our good friend Sammy. Uh, she went with Boogie Woogie Woo by the Insane Clown Posse. And I fucking love this song. I think Insane Clown Posse, or I, I think ICP is best served in small doses. Kind of like ska. Like, I don't listen to ICP. I listened to them growing up kind of on my periphery because my older brother listened to them a little bit. But I never really listened to them on my own. So it's it's fun for me to hear little snippets of ICP. And this song is creepy as fuck. Definitely got the creepy clown aesthetic working in this. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I, I think if we're touching on like every facet of horror, and I think we're going to cover quite a bit, clown horror is one of the creepier ones to me. And I don't know exactly why that is. I mean, clowns weren't always creepy, but it, it's almost like it's, a, it's its own brand of horror now, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, yeah, I think so too. even when we live, like, was it five years ago, there were people dressing up as clowns, just like terrorizing our yeah the tri-state area. Yeah, just it, it, that started as like what a viral campaign for it, and then just copycats started doing it, like around the nation. But it was there was a lot of it around here too. So, yeah, clowns. I don't know. Clowns never bothered me too much, but I understand why people are afraid of them. I definitely, I think John John Wayne Gacy didn't help that, but still, uh, <laughs> no, the the it stuff and all everything is just everything about it. Like, I wouldn't trust a clown if I saw him at a kids' party now. Yeah, no. I mean, clowns have always been like weird outcasts. Then, like, there's always been like a, they're like covering up a veneer of sadness with their makeup and yeah. their laughs. Kind of like what we talked about last week, where we cover up our said, Jesus Christ. I'm watching TV and it just, I'm so fucking white. <laughs> I just, I turned into an angel for a second. Um, but yeah, no, it's, um, uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, even going back to like Pagliacci, like the sad clown who's getting his clown wife is cheating on him with another clown, you know? The the yeah, the it's... saddest story ever told. I love sad <laughs> yeah. I love sad clown paintings, but that's just because yeah, I think too. they can't hurt me. Yeah, fair enough. Um Okay. You ready to get into our picks? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's let's, let's uh hop right in. Cha-cha. Let's you, do it. You want me to start? Yes. Okay, so my first pick is Gather Each Witch by Acid Witch. I posted the song in the Discord last week and I told Mason, I was like, I'll spare you the song of the show submission with this. And I, lo and behold, I was always going to pick it for this week, anyways. Yep. <laughs> so uh, this song kicks too much ass not to put it on a playlist. This was my snap pick for this week. I pretty much knew what I wanted this This, again, is a super easy playlist for me to build because I listen to the kind of creepy shit anyway. Um, but this was a new discovery for me. This popped up on, I think, my release radar last week. Um, and I just, I fell in love with it immediately. It's, there's three three words in the song that are sung. It's gather each witch. That's it. But it just, it builds, the moment, the melody builds momentum and becomes harder and harder through as the song progresses. And it's just, they, the guitars play with the gather each witch. The gather each witch gather each witch and it just it's fucking it's so good i just i just love shit like this there's that creepy little spoken word intro and i'll be goddamned if i can't picture like a badass coven of witches like spiraling around as they come down to start a black mass while this song plays it's it's just so fucking good yeah yeah uh i was surprised when when i was doing like research on this song to find out it's probably the no the newest song we're going to cover today 
uh, by a mile. And it sounds like it's 80s rock. And I think <laughs> anytime you can like get that like mid to late 80s metal or rock feel, um, that's really cool. Especially, I, I don't know much about this band, but I am from what I saw, they don't have a ton of listens, maybe 50,000. And this yeah. is their most popular song. So it's kind of cool to see a, a band be able to like hit all that without being super corny or nostalgic. It just felt that way. And uh, it's really cool. What is a spooky playlist and what's a spooky song without witches? You know, I yeah, dude. we love witches. Um, we haven't really talked about like Hocus Pocus 2 because it doesn't really come up organically. But Hocus Pocus 1, we love witches. Uh, American Horror Story Coven, one of my favorite seasons. Um, just so much to love about witches. And Gather Each Witch is so fucking catchy. I wanted to write down how many times I said it, but I didn't want to uh, cloud <laughs> the fact that I actually like the song. Um, but it's it's a sing-along extraordinary. You want a song like this to be something you can sing along to. So why fluff up verses and stuff when you can just say Gather Each Witch? Yeah, and you don't need anything else. That's It goes back to my point that lyrics in metal don't fucking matter. As long as I've been sitting here playing it in my head, just kind of bobbing my head to it. As I just listened to it, I'm not the song's not even on, and I'm still fucking jamming out to it because it's that good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Metal kicks ass. <laughs> if we've learned nothing else, uh, <laughs> metal's pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my first pick, uh, "Lady of the Lake" by the Newton Brothers. Uh, it's a song from "The Haunting of Bly Manor," and let me just say those strings are terrifying. And there's a really loud boom that comes in and it's something that you notice in the show they do this little thing with the strings where it's like almost like plucking strings on a violin or something Mm -hmm. um right around the one minute mark that really fucking is uneasy and unsettling everything about it kind of culminates to this moment at 120 that just like feels like there's nowhere else for it to go and it just drops out and then it just kind of drifts out for the last 30 seconds and I think that's really cool for this song because it's one of the songs that comes out, I think, when the Lady of the Lake comes through the the Bly Manor. I, have you seen Bly Manor? No. Um, so it's a really unsettling part of the show. And I think um, as you learn more during Bly Manor, it's, it makes it even more creepy and terrifying. And I, I had recently watched Bly Manor, and everyone knows I'm a huge Hill House fan. Bly Manor fucked me up, man. Like last week, I watched it and I was just unwell. I, I the themes throughout the show, it's creepy and that slow burn horror is awesome. And I think haunting music can really accentuate that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, why did you just squint at me? <laughs> I can't see you. I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> okay, I was like, it looked like you were expecting me to say some snarky shit. No. <laughs> okay. No, um I'll I'll leave out my snarky comment about your snarky comment in your notes. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, you want me to just say it? Yeah, go for it. Classical music doesn't have to be fifteen minutes to be powerful, Kevin. That's fine. But but I re- <laughs> <laughs> but uh to be fair, mm-hmm. uh cl- classical music To be fair. In a- to be fair, uh, in a in classical music in a traditional sense is very different from soundtrack music in a lot of different ways, but I'm not going to get too pedantic on you, so don't worry. I'm just saying, but This isn't alt-rock. This is indie new wave. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but they are they are different in a lot of ways. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, this track, this track, this track fucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, it's just, um, I don't know. It's it, it immediately fills your speakers in a way only orchestral music can do, and it's why I love. It's part of the reason why I love classical music because it's just so fucking massive everything that you do even if it's a smaller orchestra like this isn't probably a full orchestra doing this but um just classical music fills every available space of the space that it's playing in and it just when you talked about the booms i'm like this it immediately is unsettling because you can feel the music rattling your bones and it's it's just i don't know man there's something about like really creepy classical music that just just gets my dick hard, man. Mm-hmm. It really does. It's it's so good. It's foreboding and it's magnetic and powerful and I don't know. I, I mean, everybody knows my love for um, uh, classical and orchestral music, so I won't harp too much on it. But this is a perfect like soundtrack classical piece. I think I've done two songs similar. In the last two spooky playlists, the last one I did, Where Is My Mind, like the piano version. Mm-hmm. And this one is creepy in a different way, but I think there is something about music that plays in media that really strikes a chord. Um, it's not jump scares. It's not. It's something that like makes you feel something in your core more than it does like just like a jump and then you're you're scared for a second and then you're over it. Like that like gets you it, like seeps into your brain and, and sticks with you yeah man it's uh yeah i totally agree i don't have really much else to add to that it's yeah. uh i mean i've talked about it with classical music before it, it, the fact that there are no lyrics they really have to know how to paint a picture with music and it's just when it's done right it's beautiful mm-hmm. so uh my second pick uh dragula by rob zombie it's Rob Zombie season. We declared it last year, and we have to have a Rob Zombie pick on here. I almost didn't pick a Rob Zombie song. I almost went with a White Zombie song. Uh, but even still, it's still old old Robbie Boy and White Zombie. So uh, there's going to be a Rob or White Zombie song on this playlist for as long as we're doing it until we run out of his discography. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I was, I was talking to Sammy about uh, – like her, submitting her picks and shit today and she was like she said and i quote i don't want to be a basic bitch and pick dragula <laughs> and i was like well don't worry about it yep. i'll be i'll fall i'll fall on that very basic sword this week uh i i love i love the homage to the monster's car in the name of the song uh it is just this this track is incredible it's really tight it's exactly what you want horror rock to sound like it's uh a lot of your picks are kind of the same music that inspired rob zombie and i'll talk about that a little bit later in one of your picks um so that sound kind of taken into a metal context is always just a really cool thing and just rob zombie is the king of like campy horror uh music so yeah i i think we've damn near covered he'll hellbilly deluxe uh at this point between the last two playlists i think you picked one and tommy picked one maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. maybe tommy's pick wasn't from hellbilly deluxe but he 
you guys both picked one last year. Um, yeah, the song is iconic. Rob Zombie deserves to be on every spooky playlist. We should rename the spooky playlist to the spooky playlist parentheses, the Rob Zombie Memorial <laughs> playlist. Um, yeah, featuring Rob Zombie. <laughs> featuring Rob Zombie. Um, <laughs> but I think anyone that grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s, I think this song even has taken over TikTok a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. That that chorus is just so infectious. It makes you want to fucking stand up. It makes you want to like be on your feet. And I think um, any song that can do that, especially one that is tackling stuff about Halloween, fucking, you know, sign us up. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, dig through the ditches, burn through the witches, get in the back of my Dragula. I mean, what else do you need, man? Yeah. <laughs> it's, ah, fuck. I love Rob. Rob Zombie's just so cool. He's just, he doesn't care if people think he's goofy or, or weird. He just does his shit. I mean, you can see that in his monsters. Have you watched the, the new monsters movie yet? It's really, really goofy, almost to the point of parody, but I almost like it that way. Um, it's it's very much like a kid friendly movie, but that's what the monsters were. The TV show was. It's I don't know. It's great. It's like it's got all these really like kid friendly like Halloween colors, like that deep green set against that like deep purple, and ah, it's just I don't know. It's really good. He he just gets Halloween. That's it's it's he is Halloween. I don't know. I'll stop. I I don't think he's scared to be heavy-handed with anything yeah you know yeah even when he did uh, when he started redoing the halloween movies i really liked him because it was like in your face and you know you, he has such a sp specific style that i think we covered last year but just love it i love it so much yeah. yep uh my second pick is i was a teenage werewolf by the cramps um yeah, the song just has echoing vocals and instruments that make you feel like you're rolling into a small town that you don't belong in. Um, it, almost like uh, No Vacancy or Texas Chainsaw when they roll into that gas station. Uh, and I just think the Cramps were the best at like creepy rock pretty much throughout their entire tenure. And they were kind of known for that. And this song kind of shows you why. I think this is their second most popular song on Spotify. Um, there's like a fun little rockabilly feel to it. There's a rockabilly guitar solo toward the end. And, you know, lyrics are about being a teenage werewolf and that's good enough for me. Yeah. I mean, there's the, the bands like this, like I, I was just talking about it. This is very heavy handed into what makes Rob Zombie who he is. He was listening to like this kind of classic 1950s horror sound. And that's this, this delivers that in such a perfect way. Because you get that rockabilly on top, but then you get that really deep, really distorted guitar behind it in the bed, and it really adds this super creepy feel to it. And I can't help but think like the Misfits probably listen to some of this shit because they're kind of in that same campy horror music vein. And I mean, I know they were kind of contemporary, but um, you have to imagine that the Misfits were listening to the Cramps and were like, "Yeah, this shit's cool. Let's do this." Um, specifically like michael michael graves era misfits fits this kind of aesthetic really well so i don't know i, I mean if you know how, how much i love the misfits you know i love i'm gonna love shit like this i and i think i told you earlier like you won this week because i think you just nailed like my favorite era of like creepy horror movies which is like that classic horror 
is like my favorite shit in the world. I, I, I'm sure you noticed because you saw the playlist before, but I switched my picks up heavy. Uh, Massively. I, I had a, a completely different feel and I, I did the uh, <laughs> the Matthew McConaughey and the Lincoln commercial where he's like, sometimes you have to go back to go forward, and <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. that was that's exactly what I did. I I found some old like, uh, I think I found some not professionally curated playlists called like songs that aren't necessarily scary but they creep me out, and mm-hmm. this one and my next one were on it. So yeah, oh, actually it was a different one, but I it doesn't matter. It was a cramp song yeah. and it got me down the rabbit hole. Yeah, they're in the same vein for sure. So, uh, you ready to move on to number three? Yes. My number three pick, anyway. It's I Stay Away by Allison Chains. And, uh, I wrote, you know, by now I will have forced you to watch the video for the song. And I did. We, we in the Discord bullied you into watching a claymation video, which, if you listen to the show, you know, Dill absolutely can't stand claymation. And this video is very, very disturbing in a lot of ways um hard to watch honestly yeah it cuts away so quickly and like oh it hurt my eyes yeah well (laughs) i loved it as a kid this is one of the first things that really kind of like i know i've talked a lot on the show about how i don't watch scary movies but that wasn't always the case i used to love horror movies and for whatever reason i think i just started having just horrible nightmares after watching them and so i stopped for a long time but now I'm getting back into it with both you and Sammy kind of pushing me into it and uh, Tommy as well. Um, since I've known him, I've just, I'm rediscovering my love for horror and it all, a lot of it started with music videos like this. And from my next pick where I was just fascinated by how disturbing and gross and weird it was. And I wasn't quite sure how it made me feel, but I knew I enjoyed it for some reason. And, um, I said, I think it's funny that you you said I don't know about icon if this video is iconic, but it it is. I mean, if you if you know anything about the early MTV and its generation, like this video was huge, and it was a huge song for Alice in Chains. Um, they were at the top of their game um, in the early '90s, and this song was just such a wild departure from what they were known for, especially like in this video too. I don't know. Um, I didn't read any of my notes that I wrote for this song. Um, but yeah, the, the sonic nature of the song is very creepy, but it's the video that really sticks out in my mind as making this one of the creepiest songs I've ever listened to. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I found through my digging that this song won a Grammy in 1994 for Best Hard Rock Performance, and that just blows my mind for, you know, that just shows where we were at in the 90s. We had... Nirvana, a lot of big grunge bands, and Alice in Chains just f- had their time. This song would not be on the radio now, I don't think. Um, no. There's really cool strings in the background, too, which I thought was really surprising for an, an Alice in Chains song. Um, the first couple listens, I was a little confused. And after listening to it and turning it up and putting some headphones on, I, I, it really changed my perspective. And there's some really creepy shit going on in the background, including some like layered vocals that kind of give me the mm-hmm. creeps. And, you know, the music video is creepy as fuck. And I'm sure yeah. we'll, I'll put that in the show notes just so everyone can have nightmares like me. Cause I fucking hate, <laughs> <laughs> I hate claymation so much. Yeah, I get it. But you still need to watch nightmare for Christmas because it is so much of your shit, dude. I know I've told you this before. 
it's a it's a classic love story. It's a movie celebrating Halloween and Christmas. It's got it's a musical. It's it's everything you could you personally could ever want in a great movie, except that it's claymation. I'll wait for the live action remake. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, you know what? I just something jarred my memory um, while we were talking. Um, you remember how last year we said we were gonna do a music video for the Backstreet Boys? Because like um, the haunted house music video. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Backstreet's back, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I I would still want to do that. Let's do it. I haven't let it go. <laughs> I just remembered. I'm back in. I'm all the way back in. Um, yeah, there's not, nothing stopping us other than pure laziness. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, a, a little bit of shame. Yeah. that's a, <laughs> I can be peer pressured into doing just about anything, I realize. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. My, my wife and I were going to throw a Halloween party, and this is super unrelated. We were going to throw a Halloween party. Our house is in disrepair. We were like... We're not ready, so we ended up having to cancel the party, and some people I work with and some friends just made me feel like an absolute dickwad about it. They were like, man, I was so excited for your party. I already bought a costume, and I was like, I came home yesterday, and Zoe was like, all we got to do is this and this, and I was like, the party's back on. (laughs) I can't disappoint people. (laughs) See, this this is why you need me as a friend, Dill, because there's nothing I like more than a canceled party. <laughs> I yeah. Was, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. I don't have to go to a party and buy a costume. Now. It's It sounded so cool to be like, the party's back on. <laughs> but I laid in bed last night, and I was like, what have I done? What yeah. have I done? Yeah, hosting a party sucks, dude. Uh-huh. Uh, good. I mean, good for you for doing it, but <laughs> I don't fucking want to do it. No, I don't want to do it anymore. By the time everyone <laughs> hears this, the party's already happened. I'm sure it went great. Um Cancel it again, dude. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> you know, guys, oh I thought about God. it and I'm just not up. For yeah. It. I don't have an excuse this time. I just really love canceling plans. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, shit. So my third pick, Sleepwalk by Betsy Bry. Um, this is another one. I did a huge deep dive that was unnecessary for us to talk about it for a few minutes, but I was kind of interested where the sound came from. Cause I thought I'd heard it before. And this is actually an instrumental song, which I thought would have been really cool to have as an instrumental, but I think Betsy Bry's vocals on here make it just as creepy. Um, and I don't know why, I don't know what it is about that. And then the sleep walk. It just like, yeah, Oh, I don't know. It's like, is is she haunting you? Is she coming to kill you? Like, there's something uneasy about it, and I can't really put my finger on it. And I I think I looked at the lyrics, and it says, I lost you, and now I can't sleep. And I kind of interpreted it as, like, if I can't have you, no one can have you. I'm not going to sleepwalk anymore. Like, I don't know. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. But um, I can see this being on, like, a serial killer montage. Like, um, maybe, uh, if they had like Jason and Freddie and all the people like, in a like a, a montage on early YouTube or something, or there's something that people really love to do is like do super slowed down songs in like horror previews now. So when trailers mm-hmm. come out, they do like, um, like old songs or like very slowed down songs. And this song kind of 
gave me a vibe of like you there's about to be a jump scare coming up in the 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 trailer you're about to watch or something yeah yeah um so for me this pick is all about context because if this song was on any other playlist other than a creepy playlist it wouldn't be creepy but what now with the context of it being on a spooky playlist it's so fucking creepy uh, and it's for the same reason that the cramps are creepy right it's kind of that old school like that there was a period of time where like you could just get away with murders and so that's why a lot of murder movies are set in like the 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s that's why you because you could just get away with it like dna testing didn't exist and so it was just kind of a, a str- i mean you started seeing serial killers pop up in like the 70s 60s 70s 80s um and it was probably happening well long before then it's just science had gotten better so we could actually catch these dudes so um i think that's why this sound is always associated with something creepy it's because it was just this really interesting time in american history where you could just get away with this shit and um and it reminds me of uh there's a movie that came out it was either late last year or early this year called x um the a24 movie yes so if you haven't watched it watch it it's incredible um they just released like a prequel to it like literally a couple months ago so quick super quick turnaround on it um about the the old lady in x her name is pearl and i could 100 percent see this song playing while pearl is like doing the creepy shit that she does in this film and it's it's because it fit again it fits this this the film is set in the 70s uh pearl was a uh, a dancer star in like the 30s and so this it fits so perfectly with that creepy aesthetic of horror movies that are like period pieces like that and it's just i don't know it's the juxtaposition of something that sounds super sweet versus something that is incredibly horrifying it's the same reason clowns are scary clowns are by nature are not supposed to be but you can turn them into something incredibly twisted with just a little bit of context. And I, that's why I love this pick so much because it gave me such a vivid picture of why I love horror so much because they have such a interesting relationship with uh, music, with comedy, with all mixed in with these really creepy situations. And it's all horror is, is nothing if not a, an exercise in juxtaposition. It's it's unsettling because this should be comfortable, but it definitely is not. So I don't know. It, it, it's this song made me think a whole lot about why I like horror, and I, I appreciated it for that reason. Yeah. Uh, shout out to whoever was on Spotify making songs that said old songs that give me the the creeps or something like that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I love old songs. Uh, yeah. Let, let me he- let me hear. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, this gives me the uh, the, the heebly jeebly's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, so my fourth pick, uh, "Closer" by Nine Inch Nails. Uh, again, this this pick was another one. I was just as I was talking about, um, "I Stay Away" by Alice in Chains. This this song and this video specifically really kind of fascinated me as a kid because it, it th- this video is shocking. I mean, it's. I, I posted the director's cut on the Discord, um, but even like the the edited version of it is so so disturbing. 
with like the spinning dis- disembodied pig's head and then Trent Reznor hanging upside down in like that like crypt keeper pose. Uh, it's it's just so good and everything about this song is creepy too. Like the the synth in the background that like crescendos throughout the whole time. It's just I don't know. I mean even the lyrics, like they're not in it, in and of itself very spooky, but the way he delivers them and kind of what he's talking about, and it's very rapey uh, and very just, you can tell it's a disturbed mind thinking these things. And, you know, there's a reason Trent Reznor is winning Emmys or Grammys for uh, his music and in, in scores, because he knows how to make very, very tense music. And it's, it's readily apparent in this song. That wah, 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 wah. The, the, that little sound in the background makes it seem like it should be a song that's okay, and it's not at all. No. It almost, no. um, I don't know, it could be like an Alice in Chains song or something, but when it's saying, I want to I wanna rope you, that makes me uncomfortable. And there yeah. are very um, shock horror movies. Uh, Last House on the Left comes to mind. Uh, Straw Dogs. There's two. Those are two movies that like. There's very explicit scenes that make you super uncomfortable, much like this mm-hmm. song, that are just kind of rapey. Um, I can't believe I sang along to this chorus without knowing. I I I just thought it was like a you know, it was like Animals by Nickelback. Like I'm gonna fuck you like an animal, and it was like, <laughs> oh, that is not what he's saying. Um, goddamn, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting how delivery can change the same exact line. It's, I want to fuck you like an animal. We're fucking like some animals. Yeah, very, very, very different. And, you know, then it's followed by, I want to feel you from the inside. It just kind of whispered into the mic. And then he yells at the end, you, you bring me closer to God. And then the, the, the fucking industrial synth pops up. It's just, oh, God. This song is really fucking good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, but their shit, Trent Reznor is a genius. And uh, when he hits, he hits big. For sure. Yeah, the, the last thing I really wanted to say was just the beat is off kilter, and that always adds to like the uneasiness. Mm-hmm. Um, my fourth track is American Nightmare by The Misfits. Uh, this song... I didn't really realize how deep of a cut it was because this is like on a compilation album and it's from recordings, I guess, from like 1978 or something. And you can kind of tell that it's it's very dated, but it's a, it's a quick one, uh, minute 42 track that sounds like Danzig almost impersonating Elvis, question mark. Do you feel that yeah, way? Yeah, I mean, that's what, it, that's what it sounds like. It's a rockabilly track, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a creepy Elvis sound though. Um, almost like... Danzig is possessed by the devil. I think he he says he sees inverted nines everywhere. Yeah. So uh, maybe he's just like feeling possessed or he's got these creepy thoughts going on. Um, or he's just a guy who's crazy and killed his partner because I think he said he put an axe through his partner's head. Um, either way, it's a fun little romp that gives me the heebie-jeebies that only the misfits can do. Yeah, I was going to say that's a perfect description of just the Misfits' entire discography. A fun little jaunt that gives you the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm so glad you came through with a Misfits track. I'm fucking so glad because I was thinking today, I was like, fuck, I didn't put a Misfits song on there and they need to be... Misfits, much like Rob Zombie, have to be on 
any spooky playlist. They just have to be. And I was I was starting to regret my decision to the point where I was almost like, how mad would Dill be if I changed one of my picks two hours before this show? <laughs> uh, I didn't I didn't because I you know I saw you had changed and uh, I was just I was really just excited. I, I don't know. It's a good song. I mean I don't want I can't really add anything more. It's a it's less than two minutes long. So it's again if you like the Misfits, you know what they're about. You're gonna love this song. Uh, the Misfits. Oh, awesome. They kick ass. Fuck yeah. Uh, so, my last song, The Widow by the Mars Volta. And uh, I included a quote from a uh, review that I saw uh, on this song. It's called, it's, and it goes, uh, chances are if you've heard one Mars Volta song, this is the one. The album based on the diary of an unknown person uh, found in an abandoned car. The whole album tells... Uh, sorry, the whole album tells stories from the diary, and this song is a melancholic masterpiece. The crescendo slowly builds and soars into a, a vocal that borders on a longing wail. Uh, that review was written by me in 2017. Whoa! <laughs> uh, and I, I can't believe I fucked it up so bad because it was my own words. Um, so yeah, this is the first Dill alluded to it last week. I used to write a blog called Off the Beaten Clef, and I covered the Mars Volta's entire discography. And this is the first song I ever heard by them. And it was so hauntingly beautiful when it came out on radio. Um, I think in 2004, 2005, I was thinking it was, it was towards the tail end of my high school years. And um, I fell in love with uh, Bixler Zavala's voice. And then I, I got obsessed with them and then I started doing some research on this album and it was about, it's literally about um, they're telling the story of this unknown person's diary uh, and their journey to find their biological parents. And every song title is about a person in the diary that kind of pointed this person along their way. And that gives this, this already really sad sounding song, an extra tinge of sadness because it's somebody's like, longing to find something that they've lost or that they just never had and uh the mars volta they're one of those bands that they're so far up their own ass you can't help but appreciate their artistic value and um i don't know i just i i fucking love this band and i i to have an excuse to talk about them again because i don't know if we'll ever do an album because they're so fucking hard to digest uh but this is easily their most radio-friendly song, so I had to pick it. And the part you're about to talk about with the at the end, they cut that out for the radio version. So when I heard this for the first time on the album, I was like, "What the fuck am I listening to?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but it works. It works in the context of the album because the next song after that, Elvia El Vasquez or whatever it's called, drops right in, and it just it's like it's fucking great. This is a great album if you haven't listened to it, but. Uh, yeah, I'll let you speak on a little bit. Yeah, the, the song really hits the creep factor right at like the halfway mark. Um, it's a longer song, but really the song kind of ends and becomes almost like an interlude. Uh, mm-hmm. Reliant K definitely would have just made this an interlude for their yeah. album. Um, but it kind of feels like the song's unraveling with like some circus sounding music. Um, and it never really stops until the end of the song. It feels like it's like waves crashing and like, or like you're on a, a merry-go-round that is like abandoned or somehow you found a plug and you're like on a like a broken merry-go-round at night. It's just it's a very creepy but a very like um uneasy feeling. Um 
it's a really cool song that leaves you feeling like what the f- what was this um it's very similar to the way i feel about sleepwalk by betsy byer it was like this isn't that creepy but it is and i think it, in the con like you said in the context of a playlist like this made me just as uncomfortable as any other song you've picked mm-hmm. in, in a good way though right yeah like, for like- sure uh, yeah, it's, it's it's almost like um, like true detective e like maybe not necessarily horror but like there's something afoot you know like there's a murder yeah. to be solved or something um, and like the murder could be anywhere um, yeah I, I just had a fun fact before we finish this song it is notable for being the only song by Mars Volta to chart finishing at number ninety five at the Billboard Hot one hundred. And Flea, the basis for Red Hot Chili Pepper, lent a short trumpet part to the song. Yeah. Which and, is, a, it's a cool trumpet part, too, so. <laughs> yeah. What doesn't Flea do? That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> He'll always be the yeah. guy that, that fired Marty in the future to me. Yeah. One thing he doesn't do is be an attractive person. He's a very <laughs> ugly man. <laughs> Everybody knows him because he's ugly as fuck. Um, yep. My last track is Old Enough to Die by Heart Attack Man. Um, there's something so thrilling about a, a song that's pleasant, but it's about killing your wife and daughter because you just had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and being able to sing along to Yes, I Know You're 10 Years Old, but You're Still Old Enough to Die Right Here, Right Now. Mm-hmm. It is so morbid, but so damn catchy. And this song is electric. Me and Zoe went and saw him in January. This song is so fucking electric live that um, when it's subdued and then like it starts building up and it gets to that old enough to die, everyone yeah. in the crowd is fucking screaming it. Um, I just love Heart Attack Man because they use like really extreme satire. Much like Rob Zombie, they are not... They are not subdued at all. They are heavy-handed with everything, including their satire. And it kind of gets you to either think like, wow, this is really fucked up, or what's he saying? Because he's probably just being a contrarian, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I remember when you first showed me this, maybe even two years ago. um, You had explained it to me the song and then i heard it and i couldn't help because i remember it i was standing in your doorway at your old house and i just couldn't help but laugh at it because i was like this is my shit i love again it's that classic maxwell silver hammer it's it's happy but it's happy murder and there's nothing funnier to me than that i don't know i don't know why again like i talked about earlier horror is a exercise in juxtaposition and i think that's what makes it so effective um, this isn't a, ho- a horror song or really even a creepy song. It's just like about murdering a 10 year old yeah, <laughs> and, and, and his mom, because this guy was inconvenienced by them or whatever. Um, and it's just really funny. I, I love that kind of shit. It's satirical murder, um, in both music and horror is one of my favorite things in the world. If and, this song uh, was a movie, it's the babysitter on Netflix. Yeah, Sure makes you laugh and you're like i just laughed about someone getting axed in the face yeah uh i just i watched the re uh watch reanimator last last night and it's again it's one of those it's a it's a comedy horror and it's 
some of the, the like the shit is so violent and aggressive but it's funny at the same time like there's just little tiny gags that are gross and horrific but that you can't help but laugh at them and that i love that shit because you don't really know how to feel about it and i love that feeling um it's the same reason we like roller coasters like we know we're safe but it doesn't feel like we are you yeah. know what i mean so i don't know this uh, great pick i i love it i i had the confidence after gore to know that like anything that's super you're not going to want to listen to this with the windows down for sure um anything like that is just like going to be both in your and i's wheelhouse yeah and the music sure. video is just him sitting there eating cake while the song's playing <laughs> yeah which is even funnier <laughs> Uh, so songs of the show. I'm gonna let you go first because I switched mine up and um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this was easy for me. Gojira released a new song. Uh, Our time is now. It's great. It's Gojira. It's it's everything you would expect from them. And they're not they're not uh, reinventing the wheel with this song. But anytime there's new Gojira, I'm gonna fucking geek out about it. And I'm probably gonna listen to the song a million times this weekend. So hell yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, it's good. It's Gojira. They don't make bad stuff. So I sent you a song last night, and I want to see if you actually listen to it. Um, because Be My Be My Escape by Reliant K is my song of the week. Or song of the uh, song. Nope, I don't even remember you sending it to me, so I definitely didn't listen to it. I said, put this song on and let it become your favorite pop punk song. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. I was already in bed, so I didn't. I apologize. I'll do it tonight. You, <laughs> you Russell branded me. I, did. I, <laughs> I was going to but i just continued living the rest of my life <laughs> that's exactly what i did i was like oh cool man i'm gonna go, I'm gonna go you to watched sleep. the 20 tiktoks i sent you but you don't listen to a three minute song <laughs> look when you when you segment it into little chunks i'm happy yeah. happy to do it but uh, no way in hell am i gonna commit to three minutes of something <laughs> you had your damn mind <laughs> I apologize. Uh, I'll listen to it tonight. Uh, Be My Escape by Rely K. Listen to it with headphones on. It will blow your socks off. And I'm realizing now that I just assumed everyone had listened to Rely K. And it's just not the case. I, my, I, you know, TikTok makes you feel like every feeling you've ever had is universal. So you stop questioning if everyone lived the same life as you. So it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to know that, like, this little small pocket of the world that I grew up in is just untapped for most people so yeah yeah and then uh we had another song to show submission from sammy double Um, dipping double dipping you know they're allowed to they on playlist episode you can double dip you know what come on the show and you can do whatever you want (laughs) yeah i agree uh so she her song of the show is drain the blood by the distillers she told me she grew up loving the distillers it kind of fits a lot of the stuff that you picked and kind of that like it's not as rockabilly ish it's more of like a kind of straight up punk song um but it's really good it's it's a lot of fun um i really liked it and uh yeah give it a listen yeah i listened to it thinking this would this would have fit really well on the playlist Hmm. I, uh, I think it was one of the songs she, she was one of the songs she was willing to, wanting to pick and she went with uh, uh, the ICP song because it was just a little creepier I think yeah she could have picked five she could have she could have mm. picked five and she could have had a really cool fun time with uh, two cool dudes and she yep. did decided not to now we're just the two loneliest men in the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Okay, that's enough giving Sammy a hard time. We really do appreciate her uh, submitting. Um, yeah. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram, we're uh, on Instagram at Off the Beaten Clef. Our Twitter is at Off Clef. Um, join our Discord. We got a link in uh, the show notes. Or if you want to send us an email, uh, the offer still stands. If you want to send us an email at uh, off the beaten clef at gmail.com, I will send you some free stickers and a handwritten note because I like writing notes. Um, and I think everyone that submitted audio submissions last week, has, they've all gotten their stuff. They've gotten their stickers. Um, so be on the lookout for uh, something like that. So, yeah. Also, are you going to say it? You say it. Merch. Our merch store is live, baby. Yeah. Off the, I went ahead and purchased the domain for offthebeatencleft.com. So go there. Our metal logo collection is live. Um, we have hoodies. We have sweatshirts. We have long sleeve tees. We have short sleeve tees. We have a mug, which is dope as fuck. Yes, it is. Um, it looks really good. It feels really good. It fits really good. It's a dope ass logo by our friend Aaron Powell. Uh, buy it. Um, <laughs> if you like it, if you don't, don't buy it. That's yeah. fine. Um, Mason asked, I, does it have to be so scary? And the answer is fuck. Yes, it does. Yeah. Fuck off, Mason. <laughs> get it, <laughs> get it, get it in like a baby blue color. There's plenty of other colors out there besides the black. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they're all going to look sweet. I'm sure. Um, the renderings I've seen, uh, from the website look really good. Um, I think I talked about like the purple looks sexy as fuck in the render. So I'm sure that's going to be a great color. Um, We're going to be posting some pictures of us and our, uh, our stuff here soon. Uh, We just got our stuff in. So we're really excited to show it off. Uh, We wanted to, we've, we've been working on this for a while. Uh, Kevin's put a lot of hard work into it. I've tried to contribute as best as I can. And it just, I'm very proud of how it turned out. You know, Kevin doesn't let me help with anything. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> again. I I had to tell you to stop and let me just do this one. <laughs> and you did a great job, honestly. Like I love the mug. I love all the stuff we got. And um, if anything else, just tell people it's it. If someone asks, is that a podcast? Just say no. It's an obscure band you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. Or if they're yeah. like, oh, off is that off the beaten clef? And you'd be like, name three of their podcasts. You know. Or if they say, what does that say? And you say you don't know you don't know yeah or you you wouldn't get it (laughs) i knew you wouldn't get it (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um i i again i'll have a i can make a discount code which i'll make for the people in the discord so you can buy it at cost just like we do um you know i don't want people that have been supporting us in the discord for the for the longest to you know necessarily provide us profit if they don't want to so um I'm going to make it at cost for you guys. If you're in the discord, that's another reason to join the discord, join the family, join the discussion, um, and get our shit at cost. <laughs> we, we've been abundantly clear about the merch just being something we wanted to do and not something we're trying to make money on. So join the discord and you get a free discount, man. That's all. That's all we want. We want everyone to be, uh, seeing the stuff that we were super proud of. Yeah, there's nothing better than getting a metal logo and going in wearing it at a family function and someone saying, what does that say? And you say, don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, there's no better feeling of superiority than saying like, what band is that? And <laughs> yeah. be like, don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> because at the end of the day, this podcast is really about me and Dill just wanting to feel superior to everyone else. Yes. <laughs> so- this is, <laughs> this is gatekeeping at its best. We're yes. gatekeeping our own merch, our own Discord, our own podcast, everything. 
Yeah, we're opening the gate so you can take a peek and then slamming that shit in your face. Uh huh. We won't stop <laughs> until we have two listeners, you and me. <laughs> I've really gone off the rails this week. Yeah, I got got aggressive there at the end. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know what we're doing next week. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, we might be doing a Backstreet Boys music video. Who knows? The world, the world <laughs> yeah. is endless. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, follow us on social media, join our Discord, and you'll be the first to know. Yep. See you next week. Bye.